Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. We are getting so close to the holidays. How are we feeling, my friend? I am currently in Owen Sound, which is where my <clears throat> husband, not my husband's uh, family live. So we are going to spend a couple of days here, actually probably closer to a week here for the holidays, which is very exciting. Um, and trying to take some time to disconnect and connect and relax and eat and chill. All of the wonderful things that we do over the holidays. And I know I've been talking about this every every year when we get around the season and in the last few podcasts that this time of year, I get so reflective. I get into all of my feels. And I think the biggest thing that comes back for me always is this idea of actually being able to enjoy the holidays. For me, I remember growing up and loving Christmas time. And um, I come from a family, like my parents got divorced when I was very, very young. And it really felt like holidays was one of these times where, you know, family got together. It was a happy time. It was exciting. It was fun. We got to celebrate. Like, I really have like vivid memories of the holidays being just like very happy times uh, growing up. So like I, to this day, like I still very much love the holiday time. I love all the family, you know, dinners and traditions that we have. and. For many, many years, I started to hate the holidays. Um, when I started to have a unhealthy relationship with food in my body, the holidays became such a stressful time, especially in my family. And I don't know if you can relate with your family. Like everything is all around about food all of the time. Like I'm half French, half Italian, both sides of the family. We are always like sharing food, loving each other with food. Food is like literally at the center of every family event. Um, although I love that growing up, like when I had a really difficult um, relationship with food, like that was so difficult. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to participate. I wasn't able to be present. I would go to family events and literally sit on the couch, try to distance myself from the food, not even able to connect with people because all I had on my brain was like all the food that was present and all the food that I wasn't allowing myself to eat. It was so hard. Um, I even started to miss different events, not going for X, Y, and Z reason, not wanting to come back for the holidays. I vividly remember the holidays just feeling like just such a stress ball. Like I 
you know, like almost got to a point where I'm like, why do we even celebrate holidays? Like, it's just so stressful. Like it brings everything together. Like there's so much family stuff and then all the foods and everything just felt so awful to me during that time. And it took years before I could start enjoying the holidays again. Cause even like post um, recovery, then I felt like the holidays became this time where I would just have to set all these boundaries all of the time. Right. So like, I, I see it as like these three phases, actually let's say like four phase, phases of the holidays that I've experienced, loving it when I was a child, hating it when I had my eating disorder, because it was so freaking challenging and there's food freaking everywhere. And then not really liking it after my recovery. Cause then I'm like, well, now I got to be like the fucking police here and like tell everybody to stop commenting on food and on bodies. And I want to protect my energy and like wanting to be sure that I feel okay. And I feel like on the defensive and wanting to protect myself whenever I'm at like family events to now in a place where I'm like, I actually truly can say that I love the holidays and I'm able to be present. And I really think that there, there needed to be all of these seasons for me to be in the space where I am today. And today I really want to talk about different tips and things that we can do to enjoy holiday events, but also just like social events whether you are in the midst of having a really difficult relationship with food, your body, and, or if you're on maybe a little further along in the journey, but you're like, Oh, now I got to like meet all these family members that are maybe like fat phobic and they say things and all of these things. And like, how do we actually navigate that? Um, so today that is what we are going to talk about. Now, I do want to say like, we are the 21st of December, as if you're listening to this, as this comes out, Just hearing this today may not change the outcome of this holiday. I think that we can use some tips. There's something that I hope you take from this podcast that you're able to implement this holiday season. But I also want to set expectation that it is okay if this holiday season is not the best ever. It doesn't have to be. I also feel like there's a lot of pressure on mm, many of us to like make the most out of all of the life events and like have like the best holiday and be the most present and enjoy all the things and like be very Instagram and social media worthy. And I just want to put out there that it's also okay if it's not the best time for you. It's also okay if it's not like a freaking Hallmark movie. We don't need that. Like we can really lower down our expectations and just focus on the little things that we do get to control and the little things that do actually matter to us. Um, so yeah, just wanted like to preframe that out there. So let me go through a few of the things that I have done and support clients with over the holidays and things that I think could also be helpful for you um, as we, you know, get into this season. The first thing that I think can be really, really, really supportive is just bringing in a lot of awareness and reflection on the holidays. Um, And what I mean by this is that we all have different traditions with our family, different dynamics within our families. And there's some things that are really great and some things that can be a lot more triggering. And I think if we can proactively start thinking about that a little bit more, try to think about what are activities that I really like or places that I love to go or people that I love to be with? What are things that really uplift me that I enjoy that I want to do? And being able to name the things that you, you know, how we want to feel and the people we want to see and the places we want to go to. And on the other side of, of, on the other side of things, also being able to name, like, what are the things that are typically very triggering for me around the holidays? 
Are there certain people that, you know, my relationship with them are a little bit more difficult? Are there some places that it was just hard for me to be in? Um, and it could just be like events, right? Like, is there anything that for me, I find is a bigger trigger? So I'll give you examples um, for me personally. So when I think of things that I really, really love to do, and um, this has changed, right? Over time, like everything is very different. But right now, like I really love going to my in-laws over the holidays. Um, it's a very different like lifestyle when we're there. We do get to relax quite a bit. Like, And I really love being able to cozy up, wear my most comfortable clothes, my most comfortable like socks and just lay on the couch with Anthony and enjoy some treats as we watch movies. We literally, like, I probably watch more movies over the holidays that I do throughout the full year. We watch a lot of movies and I love that. Like, that is something for me that I'm like, this is so great. And then when I think of triggers, things that I find very, very difficult is, and I'll use the same example, like, cause it's the same place, right? Like that place gives me a lot of fun things. But then also what I find challenging sometimes is that my body is expensive to keep alive and I need a lot of nutrition and I need regular nutrition. And for me, it's really important. Actually, I will say like for most humans, for most of you out there, eating regularly and enough food is like what we need, right? Um, And Anthony's parents do not eat a lot. (laughs) And I used to find that extremely triggering because I felt bad when not being in my house but then always eating more food than everybody else, especially if like I didn't pay for the food because it's not my house. Like there's a lot of like those like places where I felt bad and I felt myself like, do I need to maybe not eat because other people are not eating? Um, And that was very, very triggering. And by being able to identify those triggers that we may have, then we're able to put things into place of like, what would be most helpful for me to make sure that I am still nourishing myself as much as I need to even if it's hard, even if there's those triggers present. Um, And that in itself can be really helpful. So I would first write down, like, can we bring awareness to what is helpful for you and what is more triggering, right? Because I really do believe that we can't avoid our triggers. Like, that's not the goal. Like the goal, like the goal is not to never be triggered. You will be triggered. Like, I mean, we live on planet earth. (laughs) We are going to continue to be triggered all of the time because that is just what it is. But that it's not, you know, and and it's not that it doesn't matter, but it's that we need to learn. And what I really believe anyways, is that how do we navigate those triggers? And sometimes it's like, I get to take myself out of that space. Sometimes it's like, I need to put things into place for me. Um, And the goal of knowing is being able to then adapt. And I think that in itself is a really, it's a big superpower, right? And the next thing that I'm going to say in terms of like preparing for the holidays or supporting ourselves is I really believe in having a structure and a plan. And I know this may sound controversial to everything else I say all of the time, because I'm all about freedom, (laughs) right? I'm all about like being able to be intuitive and free and all the things. And I still hundred percent believe that. And I do really think that having structure and a plan over the holidays can be really helpful. Let me explain why. So when I think of like a structure over the holidays, the biggest thing for me is really the idea of like, if you are going to be out of your routine, it's important to have a structure and a plan around our food anyways, right? A lot of folks fall into this trap of when they are off um, or off of the routines or things change, um, our nutrition gets really off too, which normalize, like it does happen and it can be really, really helpful for us 
to make sure that we still prioritize our nourishment, to make sure that our body feels safe and we feel safe. Especially if you have a history of eating disorder, disordered eating, or you're currently in the process of healing your relationship with food and your body, making sure you eat enough is so freaking important. Making sure you are well-nourished is so freaking important. So if you're, for example, um, you know, maybe over the holidays, you wake up a lot later than you used to, and maybe you have a brunch and then you only have dinner. And then we're like, okay, well, that probably is not comparable to how much food we currently, we usually have. Like, what else can we add? Like, we just really want to make sure that we are not skipping meals and that we're still eating every two to three hours, that we're still nourishing our body as needed. That part for me is really, really important because I think when we get out of our routine, it is so easy to restrict in some way, right? Even if it's not intentional restriction, it is still restriction. Um, so that part for me is really important. Like that's my dietitian hat being put on. Like, please make sure that your body is fed. <laughs> We're expensive. We need food, but it's also going to be helpful in terms of like, if you experience a lot of feelings of overeating or eating past satiety or binge eating over the holidays, when there's more access to food right? If we're getting into a space of like not eating enough throughout the day and then having a lot of access to food in the evening and like fun foods, and then we're really hungry on top of it. And then there's all these other things happening. Chances are that we're maybe going to put ourselves in a situation when we do have more food because then we're craving more food, right? So really getting back to our basics and making sure that we are well nourishing the day. That doesn't mean we won't overeat holiday treats. Like that may still happen, but at least we can bring a little bit more intentionality behind it. And it may not be like this primal hunger to eat when we choose to have those foods, right? And that's a huge difference. It's a huge difference when we go from a place of like, I'm eating more because I'm enjoying it versus I'm eating more and I'm eating more than I want to and I'm not enjoying this anymore and it just feels out of control, right? It's very, very different. So we want to make sure that again, we're eating enough throughout the day. And when I think about a plan, I definitely think about, you know, we can plan around our food. We can plan to make sure that we feel comfortable and that we have everything that we need. But I also suggest like kind of planning out, like if we have different big meals or big, like big events happening, that making sure that we plan things accordingly as well. Right. So like, if I know that I have a really big family dinner and they eat at seven, seven is actually pretty late for me. I like to have my dinner a lot earlier basically like a grandma. <laughs> um, so if I know that we're having this big meal at seven, I cannot wait for my like regular afternoon snack to seven to have food because I'm going to be over hungry a hundred percent. So my plan is going to be to add another snack and make sure that I don't get to that meal over hungry, right? Like I put a lot of intention behind the way that I nourish my body and making sure that I can feel good. Right. Um, and that makes the same thing happens of like when we know our trigger that we can plan around it. So if you're going somewhere and there's maybe someone that is maybe more triggering, like we can plan out what is our, like either our escape plan of like, what do I do if I get too triggered? Like, what are my options? Um, and what do I do to make myself feel comfortable? Right. So I really believe like putting thought behind the holidays can be really, really helpful um, in terms of like protecting ourselves throughout the time. Um, and although it can feel like a lot of energy of like, oh my God, I have to think about all of these things. I really do think that when we do that, it allows us to experience the holidays differently. Once I get to a place, like I don't have to do all of the mental like gymnastic to figure out the things because I've already done it. Like I already know, like, here's how I want to show up. Here's how I want to do blah, blah, blah. Makes it very easy. Right. Um, another thing that I 
suggest and that I like to do. And if you are, um, if, if you like this too, um, I I'd love to know, um, I love to set intention and visualize. I have been doing this since I've started to heal my relationship with food, and my body. And at first it was very much for body image reasons. I really believed for a very long time that I could not enjoy myself in the body that I have today. I believe for a very, very long time that the body that I had today was not deserving of enjoying the holidays or enjoying whatever season it was. And visualization is something that helped me a lot, allowing myself to experience life the way that I want to experience life. So what I tend to do is that I tend to think about the events that we have, the events that are coming up. And I start to think about a few things. One, I set an intention of what do I want to get out of this experience? And two, I really focus on the feelings I want to feel during that event. Right. So for example, um, this holiday, um, we have a couple of dinners that are happening And then I have a really big family dinner at my mom's place after when we get back from Owen Sound. And it's always amazing. And it's always chaotic (laughs) because we are a lot of children. And it's just a lot of, yeah, it's just like a lot. Um, And it's also one of my favorite days of the year um, because I get to to hang out with all my my siblings and family. Um, But what I will do in those times is really think about like, what is my intention in those times? My intention is often will be connecting with my family, laughing with my family, creating memories with my family. Um, I, I really want it to be a joyful time. I really try to focus on the way I also want to make people feel like I want to make people laugh and I want to make, you know, I want to be able to connect. I want to check in with everyone. And when I think of how I want to feel when I'm with my family, like I think of feeling safe. I think of feeling like authentic, being able to just be myself, not be not having to put a show on for anyone, just allowing myself to just be. And that's a big thing for me in terms of like allowing myself to just be because oftentimes in my life I've often felt the need to put a show on and to appear a certain way or to be a certain way to be accepted. So that that feeling of just allowing myself to be I think is really really helpful. So now that we've done our visualization and we've done our um, intentions, the last, or not the last, the, there's three last thing I want to share. One, the number, I don't know, four or five is practicing self-care. I really think that holidays, especially if we're out of routines or, you know, things can get pretty wild depending how you celebrate the holidays and um, allowing time daily for self-care, I think is really important. And it doesn't need to be a bath and a mask, you know, like that, that is not what we're talking about here, but it's ways that we can reconnect to ourselves, the ways that we can fill up our own cup, things that we're able to do to make sure that you are okay and that you feel good. This part I think is also very, very important. Um, And it's something that for me, I I call it like my non-negotiables over the holidays, especially when I'm not home, when I am not home. I've talked to my in-laws. I've talked to my husband. Like there is a time where I do need to like, I'll go on a walk by myself. I'll just go out with Odin. Um, I'll just take time for myself or I'll go for like a movement for by myself. That is really important to me um, to have that time for me to reconnect so I can then show up um, in a better way. 
right? Like I really do see it as like when I take care of me and I, and when I make sure that like my needs are met, um, I do get to show up in a way that's a lot more authentic and connect more with my in-laws. Like, I don't want to get in a place where, you know, like I don't feel good and I feel forced to show up and none of it is a good time for me. And it's not how I want to show up anymore either. So even writing a list of like, what does practicing self-care look for like for you? I think that can be really helpful. Um, I also believe engaging in non-food related activities. If you are someone who is healing your relationship with food in your body and holidays already is all about food, like trying to think about like, what are things that we can do to start distancing or not distancing, but what are things that we can do like outside of food too? I do think enjoying food with loved one is amazing. And I want us to continue to do that because like, it's great. And it is also cool to try to have other ways that we get to connect with our family, right? Like what would we do outside of just the food piece? Is there anything that we can do outside of the food piece, right? So that could look like an outside activity or it could look like crafts or it could look like playing board games, you know, like anything else. Um, Yeah, that's just not just about food. And then lastly, what I want to say is identifying your support system and being able to rely on our support system especially if we go back to point one, once you were able to identify your triggers and like, you know, plan for things to make you feel more comfortable, like what are some of the things that we can also do um, or how, how can we utilize our support system to support us through those things, to support us through managing the triggers, to support us through wanting to be comfortable. I really, really believe that like our support system is so important. And I think for a lot of us, we feel the need to isolate. And like, I count myself through this, like we feel the need to isolate. We feel the need to do it all by ourselves. We don't want to be a burden to others or whatever the story that we tell ourselves. Um, Or we just believe that we should be able to do it by ourselves. But the truth is that we don't. The truth is that we are social humans or social humans, social beings and Relying on our support system is extremely helpful. It helps you, but it helps them. Um, we always get to connect with our loved ones and get support from them and support them as well, right? Like that is how I know I feel like we connect with our loved ones and feel vulnerable. Um, so that in itself can be such a great, great, great way for us to enjoy the holidays even more. That is it for today, my friend. I hope that this episode was helpful and kind of going through ways that we get to support ourselves, things that we can do for ourselves over the holidays. At the end of the day, you know, like I, I really believe that we are put on this earth to experience life the way that we want to experience it. And sometimes, you know, depending on the season of life that we're in, maybe we're not right now in a, in a space where we can fully enjoy things the way that we would want to enjoy them, but maybe we're in the process of getting there. And that in itself is so amazing and beautiful. And I just want you to know that you do get to experience your life, you know, like in the way that you want to. And when we do the work to heal our relationship with food in our bodies, like, I really feel like that's the key to unlocking that life that we want to experience. When we no longer feel stuck by the way that we should look or not look, what we should eat, we should not eat. When we're not like dimming our light constantly by all the diets that we're doing, we get to show up so differently. And that is so, so, so amazing. Like I really wish that for all of you. Um, I've really moved away from, you know, any like external goals and really trying to focus on like 
experience goals and things that we want to do and how we want to show up. Um, Next week, we're going to do a podcast episode on our yearly reflection and setting goals. And I'll talk a lot about these experience goals that we get to set and how we get to show up differently in 2023. If you're really wanting to, you know, have a better relationship with food, a better relationship with your body, like you want to be in a space where you know, we're not stressed about everything that comes into our mouth. We're not stressed about trying to lose weight all the time. We get to be in a place where we take care of ourselves in a place that generally feels just good. Um, I really think that, you know, 2023 is the best year to do it. Like, why not? Like, why not this year? Why not for you? Like, I really do believe that we get to continue to do this work. And if you have been on your journey, that it just gets better. Like it gets better from here every time. So I really um, hope for you that that is something that, you know, we get to work towards and that we get to work towards having experiences that you want to have. So on that note, I also have a free guide for you. If you are interested, this guy is a free guide to stop overeating. Um, These are four tips um, to really support us if we're finding that our relationship to food is getting or not a relationship to food. But like if we're finding that sometimes food feels out of control where we feel like we can't stop when we start, or we want to heal our relationship with food, but when we give ourselves permission, we feel like all we're going to do is continuously overeat. Um, and that relationship feels really heavy or really hard, or maybe we're an emotional eater and feel like it's always, always constantly a thing. Um, I've developed this free guide. It's a PDF. It's a four or five pages quite a lot of information in there, but I think really great information and it's free for you if you are wanting to do that. So you can go to thebalancepractice.com forward slash freebie to learn more about um, the four tips to stop overeating. And I hope that that's going to be helpful for you as well. That's my Christmas gift to you. So I hope that you really, really love it, that you really enjoy it. Um, And I really hope that you have wonderful holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. And I will catch you next week in the next episode where we're going to do our yearly reflection together. So I hope you have a great week and we'll talk soon. 